105 The Bull, today's hot country. I don't know what it is about me, Daniel, but I'm like a magnet for criminal activity. Remember, uh, like a year ago, two ladies uh, decided they wanted to come in my house, and uh, I come out, and they're just laying there in my house like they live there. Like, that was bizarre, right? Yeah, they kind of snuck into Tyke's house and went to sleep. Yes. And uh, a few years ago, I was at a gas station, and I saw a burglary committed while I was in there. Uh, some dudes ran in, grabbed beer, and just left, like ran out. You know, and I'm like, what are the chances that I would be in here out of all the minutes and hours in the day that I'm here at the moment these guys decide to to pull off a heist? And the clerk starts yelling at him like, y'all better come back here with that beer. And then she said, ah, the hell with it. She didn't even call it in. You know, because, I mean, I guess if we call the cops, what are they going to do? Like, they're going to get yeah, like a dateline gonna... investigation going? You know, what are they going to do? You know, cause they got bigger fish to fry than somebody taking a 12-pack out of a gas station. I get that. Uh, the other day, uh, right after the show, I go to the gas station. I go in there, and guess what happened? Same thing happened. I'm in there during a heist. Are you sure these are heists? I know they are. Are you because sure? this was at a quick trip, okay? And this is kind of fascinating. I didn't know this about quick trip, but um, they have that button they can hit. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. Like, uh, you ever heard if somebody goes into a bank and tries to get money, the the teller can hit a button that secretly calls the police. Oh, the silent alarm. Yeah. So anyway, I see this. And by the way, the two dudes that were in there, I could tell they were a little sketchy. Like, I, I, I took note of them when I walked in going, How yeah. could you tell? Um, they seemed to be high on drugs. Like, the guy was, like, scratching his skin a lot and kind of, like, not walking normally. Kind of, like... Looked out of it. Overexcited or something. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. But, you know, and he's even talking to his buddy because I'm hearing him. He's like, do you want some uh, Fritos? Do you want some uh, Lay's chips? Like, they're even discussing, <laughs> like, audibly what they're going to do. And I go, well, you know, I guess they're just getting some lunch or whatever. I didn't know it was a heist. I didn't know I was in the middle of a heist. Um, but I was curious about these guys because they seemed out of it. And they were talking about their lunch selections. And I was like, oh, I wonder what they're going to have. If they're high, maybe they're going to eat some lunch. I don't know. Uh, anyway, then um, they got all this stuff they wanted, and this guy is loaded up, man. He's got, like, a big, uh, like, a bear hug where the food there. And the other guy, his buddy, does, too. And so they go, okay, well, um, we got what we wanted. Then they just left. And the clerk, I'm, it's my turn in line. The clerk looks up at these, and, you know, in Crick Trip, they have those monitors. And, and they just walked out, and she goes, oh, my God, those guys just stole all that stuff. And so, you know, she kind of paused on me for a second, didn't ring me up right away. And she went and told some other guy. And, and I said, can you all call the police or whatever? And she goes, no, what happens is that there's like a central command center at Quick Trip where I guess there's dudes that sit in a room like you see in a movie where they just watch monitors. And so when they hit that button, it alerts central command to go ahead and look at our cameras. And then they use that camera to get the tag and they get a description. So the people in the store, at least in that case, weren't actively involved with apprehension. But there was like a, an, like a control center that all the dudes do is sit there and look at cameras. And when somebody from a local store alerts them, they go and look at the tape. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I had no idea it was that involved, but it doesn't shock me that they're not going to go chase people. You know, if yeah, I, I like quick that trip, they don't chase people because you don't know. I mean, are you really going to go get, like, put your life in danger over a bag of Fritos? Yeah, I'm not going to go running out there to try to confront somebody over a bag of corn nuts or right. whatever they like, I like <laughs> that policy, took. you know. And for some reason, whatever, I've been noticing lately that uh, people that are vagrants and things like that are carrying weapons, like carrying a machete. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got a machete on, you have whatever you want from the store. I got to be right. honest like with you. I'm not going to risk my life over a blow pop. You know, that's crazy. <laughs> I have to about 90 today, maybe rain here or there. Good morning, Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig. And good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Tig. I was out last night at the uh, Duck Creek Casino out in 
Beggs, which is mm-hmm. very close to Okmogee, the Okmogee Lake. I enjoy camping, and I've been looking for a place to camp out. Uh, we once went to Oklahoma Joe's Ranch. Where was that again? South of here. I long, don't even know if it was in a away. city. But I was thinking, uh, I want to camp out, but I don't want to. I don't want to bug Oklahoma Joe. So I'll go somewhere around here. And uh, a lady that works at AutoZone told me last night that I could camp anywhere I wanted to on Okmogee Lake. Mm-hmm. And I said, I could camp anywhere. Are you sure? And she says, yes, I'm sure. But I want to know if I can be sure because I don't want to be out there camping. And then, you know, some guy comes up with a lantern and a shotgun. It's like, <laughs> hey, you're on my property. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? I get you. I want to go primitive camping. I don't want to camp out at a campground. I kind of want me and my dog in a tent and, and just go out wherever and camp out. What I want to know from people is, is that allowed? Can I, in fact... Go camping anywhere I want around Okmogee Lake. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. I'm worried that if I try this, that somebody will show up late at night and be like, hey, what you doing here? Yeah, how would you know if it's somebody's land or not? I mean, you don't notice that easily, do you? No. And I didn't know that you just camp anywhere you wanted to, anywhere around here. And it's really fun. I mean... I get where you don't want to just go to a, a campground where they have a place for you and then there's neighbors. You just want to be like the Old West or something and just go out there like Jack Palance and sit down and build a fire. And- yeah, I want to build a little fire, uh, leer into it, mm-hmm. have some drinks, just stare in that fire. Yeah, I mean, I get it. That's a fun thing to do. We did it last year. I enjoyed it. Hey, good hey. morning, Ty Daniel. Who's this? Hi, it's Raquel from Beggs. So, you, yeah, you'll, you'll know the answer to this. Am I allowed to camp wherever I want around Okmogee Lake? There's signs that tell you where you can camp around there. There's also, like, a private little um, campground there where you go and you pay, like, $10 a night, and they have wood and everything, and they have a swimming part there, and they have um, um, electricity where you can plug no, 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 in. No. I want to be – I want to live off the land. Well, you can, and there's plenty of parks down there. And if you drive just a little bit further, there's another lake called Dripping Springs Lake, and you can camp out around there. But there's signs. There's all kinds of campgrounds down there. Enough tomfoolery. Let's let's get down to business. Which one of those lakes are Sasquatch-free? Both of them. Okay. Is there any lions or anything he needs to worry about? What are you talking about, yeah. lion? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> might have a pet lion. Bears and bears, oh my. You talking about a mountain lion, Tig? Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, we're on the Great Plains. I'm sure there's no, many mountain lions. What are you saying now? They keep it cut. They're really, really nice. There's fishing docks all over the place. It's really, really nice. Do you want to come out there and camp with me? Me and you'll just leer into a fire together? I, I don't think my husband would appreciate that. Well, hey, I ain't trying to hit on you. This will be a plutonic camping. <laughs> no, no, no. She doesn't want to. Man, that's, you always that's get rejected. I know, Nobody terribly. Nobody ever says yes to you. <laughs> All right. Well, your husband come, too. All three of us just leer into that fire together. We have too many cows and stuff to tend to every day. Bring we those can't cows. Leave the house. Bring, All right. the, cows. Bring the cows. Oh, Fair yeah. Enough. Oh, yeah. We'll go in a cattle drive. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the call. You can come to the house and help us cattle drive and move them from pasture to pasture. Well, how does one do that? You just open the gate? No, 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 no. There's much more involved. Haven't you seen that documentary, City Slickers, where they got to get on a horse and chase them around? That's it what involves y'all... four-wheelers and horses and mm-hmm. people. 
Yeah, so it's a lot more involved. I, I appreciate the call. You're welcome, but there's signs everywhere. You can't miss it. You'll have loads of fun. All right, it's thank right you. Good enough. Springs Lakes, too. Dripping Springs. All right. We'll check that out. Yes. You know who you could invite, Dana, was uh, Barry from Snow's Furniture. He seems like the kind of guy that needs a break. He's always busting his tail down there at Snow's Furniture. Do you think he, he would bring some of that comfortable furniture out there yeah. to camp out What with? if you uh, go primitive, but you also got a recliner out there that massages you or something? That would be nice. <laughs> Snow's Furniture guarantees the lowest prices in town. And, Dana, you know, the big Labor Day sale is coming up. And, man, these discounts are unbelievable going into Labor Day because basically the discount is the tax. So what you're doing is when you see the price tag on the couch you like or the dining room table for Labor Day weekend, you don't have to go, oh, okay, so this is X amount, but I got to remember that I'll pay tax because the discount is the tax tax for the Labor Day weekend, Daniel. How about that? So it's basically tax-free and already on top of the guaranteed lowest price? Yes. So you're like, you're winning all over the place at Snow's Furniture, especially this weekend. And uh, like Oklahoma plays this weekend, and you're thinking about upgrading furniture. So when you have people over the house or you yourself are just going to watch the games, uh, the Labor Day weekend is the time to buy at Snow's Furniture for Will because you don't pay any tax, really. The discount is the tax. How about that? For Will. For Will. For Will. <laughs> Snow's Furniture, heading into Labor Day online, in town, and on Facebook, and they're going to get you financed. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. You gonna kiss me Geez, about this time last year, Daniel, you and I went camping, primitive camping. We didn't go to like a campground or anything. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, and you want to do that again this year. Yeah, I'm looking for a place to go, Tig. I, I don't mind a campground, but I kind of want to get out in the middle of nowhere and build a fire and just leer into it. Mm-hmm. And I, I was told yesterday that you can go to Okamogi Lake. You have a hard time with that word. I do. <laughs> I really do. Okamogi Lake. That I can go to Okamogi Lake and I can just camp out wherever I want. Now, a lady that worked at AutoZone told me that, but I'm like, are you sure, ma'am? Because I don't want to be out there camping and a guy shows up with an old lantern and a hound dog and a shotgun. It's like, hey, what are you doing on my property? Yeah, I got you. Hey, good morning. What's up? Hey, I was going to comment on Daniel's camping. Yeah. Um, not ne- not necessarily Okamogi Lake, but if you want to go primitive, primitive, you need to look up the Cherokee Mountain Wildlife Refuge. Well, listen, I ain't trying it's to camp in, out with it, wildlife, buddy. That that sounds dangerous. No, no. It's we hunt we do a lot of hunting down there. Look up the Zeb Oklahoma entrance. Google that and that's the place to camp. If you want to see get off the grid, that's the good place to go. It's thirty six thousand acres. Would his cell phone work out there? Yeah. Mine works fine. Hey, listen, I ain't trying to show up on Dateline. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, we spend about a week out of the year down there in the springtime. There's, uh, there's a couple of low-water crossings, and um, there's a big creek that runs into, I believe it's Ten Killer Lake. So real clear, lots, you know, just if you want to get primitive, that's the place to go. Are there any you ladies out there? A lake. Uh, you might. If you find one. I'd probably run from her. Hey, now. What's it called again? Zeb, Oklahoma what? It's the Cherokee Wildlife Refuge, but you're looking for the Zeb, Oklahoma entrance. All right. I'm going to make a note of it. Yeah. Let us know. I want. I listen every morning. You guys are amazing. My daughter's learning to drive, and we have to turn it down when she starts to laugh. Hey, is, but, she, uh, uh, yeah, is she learning out on a, like a straight shift, or is she doing that uh, stick shift? Oh, no. These kids nowadays don't know how to drive a stick shift. 
Do they even sell stick shift cars anymore, Tom? Man, uh, last time I went to go buy a car, um, I said, I love this model car, but could I get it in a, a stick shift? They said, we don't even make it anymore. Right. You're yeah, kidding. That's what they said. So I just bought her a new vehicle. It's a 2020 model. And when we went to pick it out, you know, one of the first things that I looked for in the back end was, hey, there's not a spare. And from what I was told is the majority of your smaller vehicles, not your trucks or whatever, but they do not come with a spare anymore. You're kidding. They come with a tire inflation kit. What? Yeah, because... Yes, sir. That's what I was told because this generation does not know how to change a spare tire. <laughs> but what do you do if your tire is shredded? The uh, the little kit's not going to help at all. Exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess everybody just relies on AAA and everything else nowadays. Wow. That's the first I've heard of that. No spare tire? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I was told by the car salesman. Is And it doesn't. It, it does have, like, where the spare tire is supposed to be, it has a little, comes with a little pump and it's got some little... I don't know, like fix a flat stuff that you spray into your tire. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's a, an inflation kit, what it's called. Well, good for your daughter that she doesn't have to learn on a stick shift. Because I remember trying to do that with my dad, and he would just scream at me the whole time about, I'm breaking the clutch and all this stuff. And at least with the uh, automatic transmission, I guess she doesn't have to go through that. Yeah, we lived a little bit out of town. That's the way my mom taught me was I had to go forward about 25 feet in the yard. And then I would have to stop and hold the clutch in and then go in reverse about 25 feet. Mm -hmm. And once I could do that, then she'd let me try to get on the road. I got to I gotta tell you, I'd rather O.J. Simpson have taught me to drive than my dad. That guy has zero patience. Local boy, Corey Kent. It's Wild as Her on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Uh, there's like an electricity in the air because even though we've had some college football games finally hitting home for us, Oklahoma State tonight, the Cowboys. Take it on Central Michigan. I know a lot of people are excited about that game, including Oklahoma fans. you got to watch your rival, what they're up to, right? Daniel's all upset because he thinks that I didn't invite him to come to my house to watch it or something tonight. Well, what, what game are you watching? I'm not a sports guy, but what game are you? Oklahoma State plays tonight. And you are uh, you said you are going to set up a projector in your yard. Yeah. And But you weren't feeling so hot this morning. You say you're about a 5 out of 10 mm -hmm. feeling-wise. Are you going to now have your football party tonight? Yeah, I'm still going to do it. Absolutely. I can, uh, I can get through that. And who did you invite to this big just Party. people around the neighborhood and stuff. And so your neighbors and close friends and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And you didn't invite me. And yes, yeah, I I'm did. a little ticked off about it. Dana, when I do something, it's like a given that you're invited. I came in here and I told you the whole plan. And yeah, we're going to do this thing uh, later on today. And then you go, well, how come I didn't get invited? I'm like, what are you talking about? I I've been telling you for like a week we're going to do this. Hi, you tell the plan. You don't invite them. You're invited. Well, now I feel like I'm not going to come like, see, because I wasn't. Because you don't even know anything about football. You say that I have an open invitation to your home anytime I want. That's what you mm -hmm. say. But one time I pulled up in your yard and you were standing out on the porch and you saw me pull in and your face dropped. <laughs> well, that was a surprise. It, that's courtesy not, it, wasn't, like... it wasn't a surprised face. It was the face that you would give if you saw the Grim Reaper approach your house. And if you've noticed, I've not shown up unannounced since that one time your face dropped. 
which I think is quite a cruel thing to do to your buddy because I only know like you and your wife and your son in town because I'm I'm new. I've mm-hmm. only been here two years. Well, Daniel, you don't know anything about football. This guy thinks the that when they make a touchdown and they kick the extra point, he calls that the spare point, for example. He doesn't know anything about football. Like if I was showing Star Wars, you know, stuff you like, I would definitely mm-hmm. make it clear, but well, you're, you're like, you don't know anything about cooking, but I still invite you to dinner. You know, what is that? What is that? The logic you have there. All right, so you've useless. gotten on the way, radio and you've whined like you usually do about your feelings and all this. Uh, so will you come tonight? Hell no. <laughs> oh, I okay. Don't come, punish me like I that. I wouldn't come for a million dollars now because I don't really? get invited. Yeah. Oh. Well, so listen, if an eccentric billionaire called me right now and said, buddy, I'll give you a million dollars to go to Tig's house, still wouldn't go. Well, you're just and you want to test me? Out, hey, if you want to test me on that? Are your oil baron? Please call right now and offer me a million dollars to go to Tig's house. See what I say. Any oil barons? Yeah, please call me right now and ask me if I go to Tig's house for a million dollars. If you offer a million dollars, Daniel says he would reject it. That's right. So you're at no risk here of having to give him a million dollars. Apparently, absolutely zero risk at all. So if you are an oil baron and would like to call and offer me that, please right now do that and see what I say. And all also, right. if that happened, would it be a legally binding contract? We'd have audio recording of it. So, oh. um, the other thing that I here's how dumb I am. I'm all excited about this projector I got, and then I called my neighbor the other day. I go, you know what? This game starts at six. You know the problem with six o'clock around here? Full daylight. Full daylight. So I don't know how it's gonna work Let out. Let me anyway tell you what I'm gonna projector. do for you and your rich neighbors over there in this uh-huh. Lewiston Garden. You say I live in a called. shed, so I don't want to hear you talking about. I, I'm gonna come over. This is I wasn't invited. I'm gonna sabotage your little football night. I'm gonna come over there with a big jar of moths. Mm-hmm. And the minute it gets dark and y'all start playing this game, I'm going to let all these moths go. No, you should do the thing you threatened to do for years and years and years. Which was that? Whenever a big play is about to happen and it's like, he's to the 40, he's to the 30, he's to the 20, he might go. And then you unplug it. <laughs> I've really considered this. So like you have those rabid football fans in your town. I've thought about going out to their place and opening that breaker box. Yeah, and as soon as something was going down. And I mean, something big's about to happen, I just, <laughs> hey, that's a better idea. Should I do that? I would think that's hilarious. Where do you keep your breaker box? You'll see it. It's plugged in. You can find the plug. Just okay. go over there. And no, 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 not unplug. the plug. I want to flip off the works. Well, we'll get to work on that. And if an oil baron is listening, yes. you can offer Daniel a million dollars, see if he... Uh, if he's being truthful with us, he wouldn't come to my house for a million dollars tonight. Yeah, let's so test me on that, oil barons. <laughs> 918-879-9898. five. The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. This is 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning there, Daniel. Good morning, Tig. You know, we uh, we do this show every single day, and we have a podcast replay that we, we put up. It's not officially a podcast. We're not on there, like, talking about movies or true crime or anything like that. It's just a show replay. So if you called in that day, your kids called in, you can go back and hear the show. If you missed anything, you can go back and hear it. It's about 45 minutes and uh, commercial free, Tig and Daniel, music free, just the content. Yeah. And uh, you are in charge of putting up that podcast. Am I right? I do work on the podcast for us. Yes. You are in charge of putting up the podcast. Am I correct? Yes. Um, I don't know how I got that job. You could do it too, but I got to ask you a question: Is uh, sometimes you just don't put it up, mm-hmm. and I and I, I don't understand. What do you mean? Sometimes I don't put it up. I believe I was pretty clear on that that question. Sometimes, some days, you just don't put it up. Daniel, I just looked at this, so I get this right. I've put up two hundred and seven podcasts this year. Two hundred and seven. Uh, congratulations! And you get bent out of shape because one day. 
uh, you know, something falls through the cracks and it doesn't go up immediately when you want it to. And I, I should get better at it. I'm not denying that. But all you do is you get into, like, single mom chat rooms up here and watch YouTube. And then you're getting on to me about <laughs> a podcast. Single mom chat Whatever rooms. that is you do over there. Uh, you, ever, you, you, uh, you ever watch uh, the news at night? Yeah, who's sure. the who's the anchor for CBS News at night? Uh, her name is Nora O'Donnell. Now you think Nora O'Donnell just j- Nora? What's her name? Nora. Nora O'Donnell just yeah. sometimes doesn't show up to do the nightly news, or she does it every night. Well, she takes time off. Uh, My point is, Ty. Okay. If you're in charge of putting up the podcast, we must put it up every day. Okay. Why do you not? I got a question. Why do you che- not? Tuesdays, podcast not up still. And people want to know, like, what? where is it? Why can't you do it? Because you're in charge of it. What do you mean I'm in charge? I don't get it. You, you don't do anything. You don't get here. it or what? you don't do it? Dana, what would you say you do here for real? Uh, brilliant ideas, Tig. But Genius. Any, anything aside from just I have what genius you're doing. level ideas I bring like to this what? show. Tiger Daniels Balloon Animal. Huge hit. Coming up for Wolfstock, I've developed not one but two dog treats. The Tiger Daniels' greatest dog treat of all time, Bull Whips, which is like the pup cup for dogs. I put your name on it just out of pity, really. Because <laughs> you don't help. Uh-huh. The least you could do is put up the podcast every single day. And we get on this radio show and we say, uh, go listen to the podcast, go listen to the podcast, go listen to the podcast. And then it's just hit or miss whether or not you put it up. Every now and then, maybe. How often does Nora O'Donnell... Not do the sh- the news. I imagine she shows up for her job, and I do too. Are there nights there where are things- Travis Myers just like I ain't doing the weather tonight? Probably not. No, there's not. I need you to have the same worth ethic, work ethic as Travis Meyer. Yeah, but your ideas they never come, man. Like you might excuse have two, me, my ideas two, don't come. Two good ideas this year, please. This day, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what do you Crazy. mean? I don't have good ideas. Who came up with the Tiger Daniel wireless waterproof Bluetooth speaker? That, not you. Me. Oh, you invented the wireless. You invented the wireless I speaker. <laughs> I did. I went to the lab, and I did all that. Anyway, I'll put the podcast up. And you oh, can, would you? Would you do that favor you know, for us? Would boss. you do what you're paid for? Man, that would be great. Like, I feel like that guy of of mice and men, mm-hmm. and you're Lenny, and I'm the guy. You're that big old galoot. You're like, tell me about the web, is Daniel. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's really how it goes. <laughs> okay. I'll put the podcast up, all right? Chill. Could you do it every day? Yeah, I can, and I usually do. And then you every have the gall then. to tell people to go try to download the podcast, which well, is free, by and, and what is always is free? Why do we always say it's free to download? Is there a podcast you pay for? Yeah. Is there? Uh-huh. So uh, ours is free, and you can get it wherever you listen to your podcast. Just search for Tig and Daniel. Yeah, search T-I-G for Tig and Daniel. Cross your fingers that Tig has uploaded it that day. Sometimes he can't be bothered to. 98.5 The Bull app for free. Yeah. All that. And um, and you'll get to hear more of this. Isn't that exciting? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 98.5 The Bull weather provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's the 98.5 The Bull fight uh, every morning. We... We're pitting two contestants against each other, Daniel, and then they got to fight it out to win our Tiger Daniel. This morning, our prize pack, which includes our Tiger Daniel jams and jellies and also a wireless waterproof Bluetooth speaker. This morning with us, Mike from Tulsa. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. 
And uh, we got Tina in Rose, Oklahoma. Good morning, Tina. Good morning. All right, guys, we want a fair fight here. Uh, would you two please uh, audibly touch gloves? <laughs> we got it. Fist bump right there. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, there can be only one winner, and we'll start with you, Tina. The trivia question is, what is the best-selling type of lettuce in the United States of America? The best-selling type of lettuce. I'm going to go with iceberg. Iceberg is correct. One on the board for Tina. Mike from Tulsa already playing catch-up. Uh, Mike, who sang, don't be fooled by the rocks that I got? I'm still Jenny from the block. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez is a correct. Mike, you a big fan of J-Lo? Uh, no, sir. That's <laughs> a pretty popular one. <laughs> he knew that song, though. <laughs> yeah, I did. he did. Tina, what creature is also known as Sasquatch? Bigfoot. Bigfoot is a correct. Mike, what company makes Big Red and Juicy Fruit Gum? Wrigley. Wrigley is also correct. We are again tied up to each. Up next, Tina. What is the name of the area of the United States where tornadoes are most common? Tornado Alley. That is correct. Mike. Northeast or whatever. What? Oh, I don't know. Sorry. You, you had it right. You're going to talk yourself out of it. Okay. Good. okay. <laughs> Mike, what type of loans does Sally May primarily deal with? Oh, that is a goose egg, Mike. That's student loans. Oh. And with that, Tina takes the lead. Tina. Yeah. What does Mexican Coke have that American Coke doesn't? And I mean Coca-Cola. What does Mexican Coke have that American Coke doesn't? Oh, man. My first thought is cocaine, but... Um, <laughs> well, it was in there at first, right? Yeah, in the 1800s. But nowadays, people say, man, I'd like a Mexican Coke because it has this in it. American Coke doesn't have it. Uh, um, chili peppers. I don't know. I that think, is another uh, goose egg for Tina. <sighs> Tig, what do you think it is? Isn't it the actual cocoa leaf? No, not okay. that either. Okay. It is real sugar. Oh. Mexican oh, Coke no. has real sugar. What do we have? I don't know what we got. All right, so Mike can I tie it now. Mike, here's I your chance. High fructose corn syrup. Mike, you can tie this up now. In the Peanuts comic strip, what Halloween spirit does Linus believe in? The Great Pumpkin. The Great Pumpkin is correct. Are they tied now? I think they are tied. They're tied. Tina, what city is known as Chocolate Town, USA? Um, I don't know. Oh. Tig, help her out. Is it Hershey, Pennsylvania? Hershey, Pennsylvania is correct. Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> Mike. Uh -oh. So is this the last question? It is. So if Mike gets this, he wins it all. Hold on, he hasn't done it yet. He hasn't done Mike, it yet. Mike, <laughs> who assassinated someone at Ford's Theater? Who assassinated John, someone at Ford's Theater? John Wilkes Booth. Mike, and with that, you have won the 98.5 The Bull <laughs> Fight.
You have defeated Tina for the Tiger Daniel prize pack, the Bluetooth waterproof wireless speaker, the Tiger Daniel hams and or, uh, jellies, and the koozie. Uh, now, Mike, you can, if you want, relinquish your prize and give it to Tina if you uh, have a spirit of goodwill this morning. Okay, no, thank you. I appreciate it. Though. Oh, Mike is brutal. <laughs> Congratulations, Mike. All right. You guys good, shake hands. Good say, game. say good game. Good yes. Game, Congratulations. Uh, good game. Say that you love each other. <laughs> Tina? I love you, Tina. Love your wife. I hope your wife enjoys the speaker. <laughs> She's playing it right. All right. Well, thank you, guys. And uh, tomorrow, another chance. Uh, let all your friends know that they can also battle it out. Families will be torn apart. Friends will become enemies with yes. the 98.5 The Bull Fight. All right, here tomorrow morning, same time, about 7.40 on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Tiger Daniel, now John Party. Thomas Rhett making his way to Tulsa a little bit later on. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning, Daniel. I tell you, Tig, young people today won't know the pleasure mm. of mm. seeing mm. a parent get mad at a song that you're listening to and try to break the CD. What is all this stuff you do lately where you talk about young people won't? You're like the guy who yells at kids to get off their lawn now. No, I'm not. Everything you I talk about. All, like, uh, all of us are at a certain age. We remember CDs, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that when you were growing up, there was a song that your parents were like, oh, you ain't, you ain't can't to listen to that. To that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe your mom or dad got mad and they ejected the CD from your CD player and they attempted to break the CD. But a CD is pretty hard to break. It's a pretty awkward thing to try to break because you might cut your hand and they're trying to make a big dramatic like show of it. Show of it. And then they're like. So what, <laughs> what were you listening to that you, your parents came in and broke your CDs? That's a question I was going to ask you. Was there a song that you were not allowed to listen to? We would do it. Um, I wasn't like a total moron. I wouldn't do it in front of them. But, yeah, we'd go over to like a buddy's house and do that. Yeah. I guarantee you just about everybody out there has a song that they were forbidden from listening to. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was in the news or or for whatever reason. Maybe it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers and your parents were like, that is, oh, you can't listen to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. What was that song? that you weren't allowed to listen to, and your parents tried to break the CD. I remember a song, tied now, by today's standards, nothing, nothing at all. But it made nightly news. It was all over the country, like, oh, my God, the country is losing its mind because of this song. And it was salt and Peppa's Push It. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that song's about, really. They just said, push it. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Can't push it. Push what? Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> parents right. would, would get mad, try to break that CD. Well, this is, uh, history is replete with this. Even when Elvis Presley came along, mm-hmm. you could read stories about when he came along, it was an outrage. And he went on this show called the Ed Sullivan Show, I think, that was um, a Sunday night show. And the cameras, when he moved his legs too much, only showed his head. Yeah. Because they were outraged. This guy's moving his legs. And they were like, oh, like, yeah. Right. Listen to that. Hey, it's Tig and Daniel. Who's this? This is Brittany. Brittany, what was the song that your parents were like? You cannot listen to that. Oh my gosh, the Eminem um, encore CD that came out back in like the '90s or early 2000s. She hated it. Did she try to break it? She did. She would push up, open the CD ejector, eject it, and just try to crumble it all up. And it, 
didn't do anything but scratch it. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's hard to break a CD. It takes away the. Uh, it's like you're trying to do this big show about it, but then when you stand there for five minutes, going, it kind of takes away the. Uh, Dramatic, the power, the dramatics. dramatics of it, yeah. Right. But Eminem, but that, Eminem, Eminem was a tough, uh, that's a tough one there. That's, a, that's, that's pretty that's rough. That's pretty rough there. It this is, guy's yeah. a lot of issues. Yes, <laughs> and I still love him still to this day. Oh, no, Ty loves him. He did a job on that Super Bowl last year. He did, he did. Yeah, but, uh, you know, you got to, like, look up clean versions now. I'm to that age where I'm like, I don't want to hear all that. Hey, good morning. It's Ty and Daniel. Who's Hold this? on, Tig. What? You're telling me now when you listen to Eminem, I'll find the clean. You look up the clean version. I really I don't do. believe that for a second. I if I'm promise. in my car alone, you think I'm getting the clean? What do you listen to, Kids Bop? <laughs> yeah, listen to Eminem, Kids Bop. You uh, yeah, what a right. dirty liar! Hey, it's Tiger okay. Daniel. What's your name? Roy. Roy. What was the song that your parents said? Hey, you can't listen to this. It wasn't a song. It was a. It was a whole album. I could not listen to anything by the Two Live Crew. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty Two Live Crew is real bad. For even people by, that don't know, I mean, that, even for today's standards, you're <laughs> appalled. It's still way too far. Yeah. They're, they're, they were good, though. They got some good, like, nursery rhymes. No, no, they don't. They're, they go into coitus in great detail. <laughs> nursery rhymes. <laughs> I didn't know that. Are you talking about, um, like, when you have a kid, now you can listen to the nursery rhyme version of a song? No, we don't. We don't listen to Two Live Crew anymore. Good, good for you. That's I agree with that sentiment. Thank you for the call. You're welcome. Yeah. Now let's bookend this, Ty. You have a seven-year-old now. Is there a song that you've caught him listening to, and you're like, "Oh, buddy, you can't listen to that." Well, he um, country's easy. You know, there's not a whole lot of country songs you got to worry about. Mm -hmm. None that I really know of off the top of my head. But you know, if we're listening to like Eminem, yeah, I don't even play that stuff, man. Because if I plug in my phone and play my playlist, <laughs> I have to be very Well, you careful. just told me and everybody else. Well, that's that you... when I started looking up the clean version. Hold on, that you listen to the clean version. So that's the reason is because I went and cleaned up my playlist. And when I do like a song, I make sure I get the clean version in case it's rolling in the car as my son's in the car. Okay. Okay. What do you mean, okay? You ever get mad at something your son's listening to? You try to break the MP3? No, and I don't know what you do anymore. Do you just crash their phone? Like, do you what do take you mean their crash phone, their phone? Do you take their phone away? Because that's where they're listening to stuff, right? Like, do you I, try to drag their phone in half like I, a CD? I, I honestly think with what is on the internet now, the songs are the least of your worries. Pretty much. Pretty much. Good morning. It's Tiger Daniel. This is uh, 98.5 The Bull. Who's this? Hey, this is Josh. Josh, hey, Josh. what's a song that your parents uh, heard you listening to and they're like, oh, I don't think so, buddy. Um, Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> that ain't even that bad. Wait, it kind of... <laughs> no, I know. It ain't that bad. What, what is it like? The uh, first part... Well, the first part careful, guys. Like really, I Don't Want None. Really like. Is that that song? I Don't Want None If You Ain't Got Buns Hun. Yeah, <laughs> and that, your parents are like, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, my parents were, you know, raised Southern Baptist, so <laughs> I was kind of strict about that. Mm -hmm. But on your on the, on the uh, Eminem subject... My wife just showed me the other day that Eminem has got a new Christian song out that he's singing with Kanye West. He goes, yeah, they yeah, all evolve. Uh, they evolve, it, yeah. Wait, is this a joke? I'm waiting for a punchline. Is he really? Yes, he really does. With Kanye? Yeah, a Christian song with Kanye West. Eminem does, yeah. Um, My wife showed it to me the other night over the weekend. You won't believe this, and uh, Ty might have forgotten. I do an excellent Eminem impression. He does. Uh, yeah. Would you like to hear it?
good. You only get one shot. Do not let your whatever he says, but uh, it's pretty good. Do not miss your chance to blow. Yeah. Say it. What is it? What's the lyric again? You only get one shot. Don't miss your chance to blow, whatever that means. What? I think that's what it is, unless I misheard that lyric. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty sometimes, good. Sometimes all you got to do is make it sound like you said what he said. Right. I think I'm, I think I'm right. spot on. Not bad. Do the, uh, yeah. you only got one shot again. Oh. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. <laughs> pretty good. It's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Hey, I appreciate the call, man. Yes, sir. Uh, you're welcome. Coming up, Daniel, uh, teachers can get free coffee today in Oklahoma. How about that? Pretty good. Also, we got a... Uh, what a windfall. Oklahoma State football tonight. All coming up with Did You See here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, Chris Stapleton, Tig and Dana. Welcome into Did You See. We'll take a look at what the heck's going on around Tulsa, around the world. It's all brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa. Uh, teachers today in Oklahoma, you can get a free coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. Hot or cold, hot or cold, whatever you is want. Is there a Dunkin' Donuts even here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I looked it up. There's not many, but uh, there is a few in, um, throughout Oklahoma. So there you go. Also tonight, I guess a lot of people are going to be watching television because college football in Oklahoma has returned. Oklahoma State tonight. Central Michigan. These betting people out in Vegas, they're all like, they don't just go like, oh, I have a feeling about this. They do like science on these things when they set the lines and set who's going to win or, you know, which way you should bet or whatnot. And tonight, the uh, Cowboys are a 21-and-a-half-point favorite to win the game. So, barring a total disaster, we would expect that they would have a victory tonight. And they also put into a computer these better people, and they'll simulate the games in a computer. And they'll do it like 20,000 times. And with that, if you believe that logic, tonight Oklahoma State has a 99% chance of winning the game. But will they cover the spread? That's another thing it simulates. So it's like none of these things are guesses where a guy just goes, well, you know, I like that quarterback. It's going to be about 21 points. How do you simulate this? Is it like uh, they put it on that magnetic football board that used to shake? And <laughs> yeah, they, that's what they do. They, they put it into like Tecmo Bowl they on Nintendo? They put it into like a supercomputer or something. But uh, all signs are pointing to uh, Oklahoma State having a good game tonight. I got to be honest, I'm not a big sports guy, but I will be thrilled tonight to watch Oklahoma State take on the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, you don't know much about football, but that would be a good one. Good morning, Dano. Good morning, Ty. You see this uh, poor lady goes to the gym at night and she gets stuck upside down in a piece of equipment. Now, what do you do in that case? Call the 911. Uh, the, uh, but 911 doesn't seem like the appropriate number to call for that type of situation. To me, if you're upside down, won't won't that like cause your health? So you're harm? saying if you hang upside down long enough, it will cause That's blood to I rush think. your head, and yeah, you, it may be an emergency situation. Here is Christine calling the police, then talking about it afterwards. I'm stuck in this reverse back decompression thing, and I think the thing went too far, and I'm just stuck upside down, and I cannot get myself right side up. It would. Just so much pressure in my head. The cop came in and said, we got a call that someone's stuck hanging upside down. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just got to laugh at yourself and move on. I got to tell you, uh, she sounds very calm to be in an emergency situation. Pretty good. Yeah. If I thought I was hemmed up or caught up in a machine, I would be panicking. I would like to hear. Uh, I know that 911 calls are recorded like we just heard because I've called 911 a couple times and I was not cool at all. I would love to hear the audio of how frantic I was. 
I wasn't either. I had to call 911 once in my hometown. My dad was in duress. And I called 911. I was like, you got to come get this guy. And in my hometown, there's one bridge in Alabama. And I said, it's, it's the building right before the bridge. I called 911. I'm in a panic. And I'm like, it's the building right, you know, the, the hospital's a quarter of a mile away. I see the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Right past, past the bridge. Yeah, I was like, man. <laughs> and then I called back and again, I'm in a panic. And then the uh, 911 operator was like, sir, calm down. I'm like, well, I didn't, you know, I can't calm down. Mm-hmm. I've called 911. I'm not calm. I'm very upset. And they still somehow missed it. Yeah, that lady was really calm. She's too hey, calm. I'm upside down. If y'all get a minute, can you come out here? Also, Ty, did you see this? It's a woman on TikTok announcing that her fiance just signed a notarized legal document promising to pay her bills if he cheats on her. I have just reached a new level of crazy because I just made, well, not made, I did not make, I, he did it out of his own free will. My fiance, who just got engaged, just signed a legal document and we got it notarized that if he cheats on me, he has to pay my bills. We did, and actually got it notarized, like legal AF, that if he cheats on me, he's screwed. I'm so smart or crazy, I don't know. What does that mean? They pay, pay her bills, like all bills, bills forever, pay her phone bill. Does that mean they'd stay married? He's just got to pay the bills now? Or does that mean even if uh, we split because you cheat on me, you still got to pay all my bills going forward? I don't know. I'm also, sure this notary public was like, you guys are wasting my time. She said at the beginning, she goes, I made my, wait, I didn't make them, which to me seems like he was under duress. Felt some pressure to sign that little document. You feel like maybe this couple's doomed already. I think so, man. I mean, if you're uh, if you're already having to deal with, you're already guessing your hu- husband's going to cheat on you. That doesn't seem like a good start. Who knows? Maybe they're great. Got a new survey here, Tig. Finds that men in relationships think they handle more of the housework than they really do. You claim to be the housekeeper at your house. Maybe, mm-hmm. like the survey says, you're uh, mistaken. Maybe you don't do as much as you think you do. I, I feel like I do a lot. But I guess maybe I don't do as much as I believe I do. A recent study found women are still doing almost twice as much housework. That suggests men are delusional. <laughs> I'm delusional. Uh, laundry, when it comes to laundry, 77% of women say they do most of it. Just 55% of men agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there's a disconnect there. Budgeting and paying the bills, 51% of women and 58% of men both think it's mostly something they handle each month. Mm-hmm. Who pays the bill in your house? I uh, take care of the bills. What do you have that day where you uh, sit down at the table and get out your checkbook and write those checks? I got one day a month because I don't like to ruin my whole month. So I, t- I choose one day a month to pay all the bills. Is it not like automatic now? You guys really sit down still and do that thing? Um, yeah, some some come out automatically like a lot of us. But there's some that I don't like to come out automatically. Maybe I'm crazy, but I don't like the big ones to come out automatically. What's the big one? You know, like the mortgage. I don't like well, that, that coming would, out automatically. What do you mean? You just, one day you're not going to pay your mortgage? Well, no, but have you ever gotten a situation where you're like, geez, uh, I need to wait for my next paycheck to make this payment. So that way, if I've got some wiggle room there to wait until Friday and it's not an auto draft, then I can pay it when I get the money. When is the last time you forgot to pay a bill and they cut your power off or something like that? Uh, not that long ago. Not that long ago, probably. Really? I was an adult, that's for sure. Oh, I haven't done that since college. Oh, it was yeah, winter buddy. time, and I forgot to pay the gas bill, and they cut the power off dead of winter. Well, it must happen more often than we think, because the other night over there in uh, Midtown, the power was out, kind of out of nowhere. There was no storm or anything, mm-hmm. and my first thought is, 
I didn't pay it or something. Then my neighbor comes over, and he wants to make sure my power's out so that he because he's worried about the same thing. Once you find out your neighbor's power's out, you feel a little better. It's like, all right, cool. I must shamefully admit, I lived in a trailer in my hometown when I was in college, and the gas got cut off dead of winter, and I mean, it was like zero degrees outside. Me and my buddy Chris Childers had to sleep in the same bed. <laughs> for the for warmth? Oh, True story. What a sweet story, yeah, man. Awful. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. And coming up, Daniel, we've got a brand new song that's uh, really getting some traction out there. It's from Hardy, newcomer Hardy and uh, Lainey Wilson. I don't think you're going to want to miss this song. Well, it's very controversial. You are going to want to hear it because it's going to, when this song breaks, it's going to make the news. People are going to be talking about it all over the country, and we'll give you your first look at it. Hardy and Lainey Wilson in just minutes on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan.